This is the Wrestling Society Podcast. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? You and the roads and all is getting a little out of hand here. Joe Gordon, we pride ourselves on being great wrestlers. We built a reputation on wrestling. We're Christian athletes. And we believe that wrestling matches uh, uh, should be very good. It should be wrestling. We're now entering into the world of wrestling. Whoa, 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 what is going on, everybody? We are back. You are listening to the return episode of the Wrestling Society podcast. And today I'm joined by the co-host Clayton and Bear. And today we I am super thrilled about today's episode because while we've been away, there has been so much going on in the world of wrestling. And it's it's there's so much i don't think we could fit it all in one episode so you're gonna have to tune in for uh, our next episode but today is episode nine and that is what we're going to be discussing is everything pretty much the last episode we recorded was when triple h when we found out triple h took over as head of creative um where stephanie and nick Khan took over and um so it's pretty much a review of the first month really of triple h and power over creative um and we're going to discuss a lot of the things going on with wwe the good the bad the ugly uh we'll also talk about stuff going on with aew um and then a little uh exciting bit of news that we are going to end today's episode with a segment called versus and i am very excited about this segment and i'm not really going to break it down so you're going to have to stay tuned listen to the first 60 minutes and then you get to enjoy this segment guys it's going to be it's going to be fun um all right so we've been uh, we've been away for about a month boys so uh man y'all y'all been enjoying all the the stuff going on in wrestling there's a lot i missed out on but i've done been doing a lot of catching up this week (laughs) a lot of catching up yeah i'm trying to wrap around everything and only staying updated as best as possible yeah for sure um and and guys i I want to throw this out there real quick um bear unfortunately um well not unfortunately he got updated equipment updated mic and camera which is amazing um y'all can't but we can see him crystal clear however there is a little bit of connection issues so that uh buzzing you hear and bear cutting in and out a little bit um that's not going to be a, a permanent issue so just bear with us a little bit um but yeah uh so much it's saying here i haven't been able to watch everything live but um from what i've been seeing it's it's uh it's it's exciting times to be a wrestling fan um i mean yeah so about a month ago we did we did an episode uh and it was pretty much a breaking news kind of deal where uh Vince McMahon retired uh pretty sure you know it was a forced retirement and uh Stephanie McMahon Nick Khan are now co-CEOs of WWE which is a big deal but in my opinion the biggest the biggest deal is Triple H stepping in as head of creative and that is where a major major portion of the change is happening in wwe um 
And I don't know if you guys saw from last night, WWE hit a killer rating um, uh, and on Raw. I mean, that's like that. So what is hap- what's happening is working. Yeah. Um, and and it's it's crazy because I don't remember. I really don't remember the last time that I was excited to see what happened on Raw or what happened on SmackDown. And we're seeing these, you know, um, free agents who are actually released by WWE pop back up and in surprising manners. And um, it, it's very exciting. I mean, Clayton, you were there at SummerSlam when Dakota Kai and yeah, yeah, EO, you know, and popped Bailey. up. Yeah, oh, I was so hyped for <laughs> Bailey. Oh man, I cannot tell you how hyped that was. And I, I felt a little bad because Bailey came out first, obviously, and so that's my favorite. So I got super hyped. Oh, and yeah. then it's like I still got hyped for Dakota and EO, um, but just not quite as hyped. So it was just like I felt a little bit bad, but you know, <laughs> is what it is. No, I feel no, I I I popped big for Dakota Kai. I, I was a real big fan of hers. Um, you know, from the May Young Classic and then yeah. in, in NXT and uh, when she turned heel. Uh, you know, I really liked that character. And um, I really wish they kept EO's name, EO Shirai. Uh, Dakota Kai and EO Sky is, it's, uh, yeah, it's weird. It's interesting. Personally, I mean, I I get it. I, I think it's cool because she goes to the sky a lot, so I, yeah. I understand it. But I'm I was a major fan of EO Shirai. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the biggest moments in NXT when she put the trash can on her head mm-hmm. uh, and jumped off on <laughs> off the, the War Games. Yeah, right? War Games. Yeah, dude. And she she did a moonsault off of there, mm-hmm. like. Um, and Lita Hardy was always, you know, not Lita Hardy, but Lita, yeah, always yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite women wrestler, probably my favorite women wrestler of all time. Um, and so one of the things that hooked me was the risk factor. Uh, so yeah, EO Shirai is, or EO Sky, huge fan. Um, however, even with all the great things going on in WWE right now, I was pretty disappointed that they did not win the women's tag team champions yeah i just watched that like right before we got on and i i was thinking that like i i really was not expecting it to go the other way yeah um and i i i'm not again i mean i've never at elite it was what is it Aaliyah? yeah is her name it's Ever since I saw, I don't know what it was, but it was a WWE special years ago. Um, I, oh, hold on. I got some music playing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we, there was a special she, she did, and she was being asked, you know, like, oh, who are you? What's your name? She's like, oh, I'm Aaliyah. She's like, well, what do you possess, you know, to be a, in this ring? Like, well, duh, I'm a Leah. It was just so cringe, you know, uh, that it was, I, it was. I don't think I've seen that. I'll, I'll try to pull the video in Discord, but um, I mean, it, it it was it's hard for me to get past that, even though that was years ago, and she's so much better. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I love Raquel Rodriguez. I oh mean, yeah, I liked her when she like Raquel Gonzalez NXT. I miss yes. that version of her, like the heel version. But um, yeah, I mean, I love her in the ring, and she's. I think I personally was hoping that she got to be more in like the main title picture than the tag titles. 
but mm-hmm. i mean i'm glad she's at least you know getting her time and stuff and i guess from what i heard her and Aaliyah, you know were good friends and trained together in the performance center a lot yeah. and stuff so it's like their tag team makes sense like like knowing that now yeah and no uh let me you know after what i said Aaliyah has improved she deserves to be where she's at mm. um this was i'm talking like seven eight years ago like she has completely grown um i think it's i think she's great uh it's just it it's one of those things that i wish they never really showed because it's hard for me to get past that um or at least change her name um like they do everybody else They're right but no um i mean I, people are talking like oh it's triple h's first loss so he made a mistake he that was not a good call it's a surprise factor nobody knew it was going to happen yeah. it's not the end i mean it's it's uh it's not what people wanted but guess what it's wrestling you're not going to get everything you want all the mm-hmm. time like stay tuned to see you know will they eventually get it and if they do who are they going to beat and what happens next and you know enjoy the ride that's one of the things that has been irritating me is all the positive stuff going on in the wrestling world there's almost just as much negativity yeah, and if not and, more yeah and, and and i'm gonna get to that a little down um down on the list but it's very disappointing um and, and something as a wrestling fans like <coughs> excuse me i am for wrestling i have never been anti wwe anti AEW, anti impact anti i want wrestling to succeed so i get annoyed when wwe does stupid you know stupid crap but i also get annoyed when aew does stupid crap but i don't go online and bash it for being stupid i mean i'll jump on here and be like man i would have done it differently i I probably would have done you know that's my opinion um but one thing wrestling has always proven is when they make a a company makes a mistake or they screw up or they don't do something the way i would have done it they always always make up for it so you know it's it's you and as a wrestling fan i i enjoy telling people i'm a wrestling fan but when i tell somebody i'm a wrestling fan they're like oh man i see like a lot of other wrestling fans talking bad about it and talking mm-hmm. about this and this and that wrestling's not selling out arenas and they're not so i'm like yeah that's embarrassing because that's fans posting pictures yeah, of empty yeah it's like just you know if, if you don't like wwe don't watch it if you don't like AEW, don't watch it nobody's got a gun to your head right. you know just watch what you enjoy and talk about the good stuff because there is so much good stuff um and and uh the the backs i'm i'm pretty much done with the backstage drama uh bullcrap I mean, it's getting to the point to where, you know, I'm I'm so over it. It it makes my hands shake. <laughs> I'm so mad. Like I don't care what Eddie Kingston did. I don't care what uh, Sammy Guevara did. I don't care what CM Punk did. I don't care because I'm not part of their backstage. Line. I'm part of what's on TV. Right. And these guys come out on TV and entertain us. And if they're doing stupid stuff on television and stupid you know drama kind of stuff then that's something to be discussed but i'm not backstage and the people like poor thunder rosa bro like mm. she is getting destroyed mm. oh, um right now yeah and and um i mean she 
she's always been one of my favorites. And there was times where I started thinking like, is she really, you know, doing this? Is she, but the more I think about it, it's like, dude, she's a human being. So these people talking about how she's not really injured or she just didn't want to do the job or she's hiding from women backstage in the bathroom. And it's like, I don't give a crap. Like, why are you, why are we talking about this? You know, like, I don't care about, um, first of all, if Thunder Rosa was the one who said, oh, I hid from so-and-so in the bathroom because I didn't want to get punched in the face, that's the only time I will believe it. And that's from anybody because nobody's going to, you know, go and tell people like, oh, I was hiding because I was scared. Mm. And somebody like Thunder Rosa, who's a legit MMA fighter, you know, yeah. fighter like I highly doubt she's hiding in bathroom stalls That's from my first initial thought. And <laughs> I kept seeing that pop up. Yeah. I'm like, she's a legitimate, like bad, you know, yes. bad woman. Like so she, I, I don't yeah. see that. And, and that's the thing It's like, and, and I had, you know, made a comment on one of the posts is like, there's also the possibility she did hide, but guess what? You weren't there. I wasn't there. Nobody, you know, if she was hiding in the bathroom, who was there with her to go and mm. break this news? <laughs> like, who, like I want to talk to the, the, you know, dirt sheet person that was hiding in the stall with her, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like it, it's, it's sickening. Like, and the stuff with CM Punk and, and I mean, if CM Punk's doing that stuff, then that's real crappy. Yeah. But guess what? I mean, he's still on television and, and, he's still giving us matches and even though it may be weird and i don't know what's happening and i don't know if it's because of the drama or not i'm still invested um i'm very confused that all out doesn't have a main event but i'm still hooked i i'm never been more intrigued in watching aew the go home show because i got to find out what is the so, made of yeah what's the main event are we going to get a heel cm punk are we gonna get like what's An what's MJF happening? MJF return. MJF return. Like so, instead of talking crap about it, it's like the thing is, is everybody's talking, everybody's interested, everybody's curious. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows if CM Punk's really injured or if he is, <clears throat> you know, acting up or. But you know, stop trying to take backstage drama and rumors and act like you know stuff mm -hmm. that you don't know you know what i mean and i caught yeah. myself doing it uh or actually rather tevin kind of caught me doing it in one of the last episodes where i was talking down about jonathan gresham yeah i remember that and i you know had to think about him like you know what i wasn't there <laughs> and i'm and jonathan gresham's not the one posting about it so unless you hear it from the mouth of the butcher then as far as i'm concerned it didn't happen and i'm just going to watch televised product from here on out um and if backstage drama leads to wrestling um it's always turned out to be good tv so mm -hmm. but you um, got to think about it like this too with the drama and backstage thing this is what's always been happening you think about it when wwe was really on this downturn the backstage, no one's happy, this, that, and the other, this person is fighting this person. Well, but for me as a wrestling fan, it's about the product. Yeah. And the way I look at it, like right now, a lot of people saying the better product to watch than AEW. 
And I'm like, mm, not in my opinion. I think both of them are two different products. Exactly. They, they approach it differently. So I'm enjoying what Triple H is doing. So I guess pun intended, the, subre- the cerebral of paying attention to the entire show. Mm-hmm. because you could easily miss something in the background that's going to mm-hmm. come up and yep. make a big difference. Yeah. AEW, they're action-driven. Their matches are so action-packed. You're like, okay, this is a great match. Oh, okay, well, these, okay, they're talking and stuff. Well, I could do this and come back to the matches. I know I won't miss anything. Mm-hmm. And anything big, with people will be talking about it. So I think a lot of people don't really look at it. Wrestling is drama. Absolutely. And this is what we look at. We have to look at the different ways of the way you like to watch wrestling. Yeah, so... A hundred percent agree. You know, yeah, wrestling is drama. It's built off drama. That's what it's about. Um, but it gets to the point to where fans are practically, you know, uh, bullying some of these wrestlers for things that they really don't know anything about. So where I'm coming from is, you know, keep keep it what's on TV. Like you want to talk about the drama going on TV? Talk about it. Um, if there's good stuff happening backstage um, and it deserves to be you know, praised and it makes the wrestling business look good. Talk about that. Cause there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of charities and, um, I was about to say just the point you, about a uh, lady frost, she was talking about how, how much negativity is out there, but she told the story on how Warlow was at a show, not wrestling. Just, yeah. I heard about that. And he saw a little girl crying because her mom couldn't buy uh ladies frost uh like so and, and bought it for her and gave it to her yeah that's great stuff to talk about and guess what i feel like that was just skimmed over <laughs> like mm-hmm. well you know, of course because unfortunately as much as uh bischoff has brought a lot of different controversies and things the one thing he is definitely right about controversy creates cash oh yeah there's all and just like the dumb recently which i found just idiotic of aew's uh fight forever video game Mm -hmm. and ftr is not going to be in the first release Right. And mm-hmm. the rumor going around, they were so upset. <laughs> and, and then it took them to come out like, it's not a problem. Yeah. But that's just what people want to take something they hear, make it into some kind of news so mm-hmm. they can say, hey, check this out. I got this scoop. Nobody well, else got it. And that's where my problem is. And that and that's and that was like a perfect example that I wasn't even thinking about T brought up was, you know, the FTR situation. Because people are like, oh, they're mad, they're you know, not happy, they're you know, talking about leaving 
AEW, and then they did a podcast where they're like, "Yeah, we found out back in March. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we knew about I this. Didn't hear that. That's yeah, funny. they found out back in March, and they weren't mad. They were concerned. Like, should we be worried about our jobs? And then they ended up messaging, you know, whoever they needed a message, and they explained why. And FTR was like, "Oh, well, that makes sense." And that was it. Um, That's so funny. Yeah. Well, so, and, and then if you think about it, how you would think that all this time they didn't know and the first time they find <laughs> out is with the video game right oh, right <laughs> no and that's that's where my issue is is people taking stuff from dirt sheets and and uh even taking stuff from what other other fans you know quote fans are posting on social media and taking that for truth um and sometimes it takes what an actual you know whoever the story's about i mean um sammy guevara and eddie kingston i mean there was a lot of drama going on with them and sammy zane even i'm sorry sammy guevara even went <laughs> out and cleared things up and eddie yeah. kingston even came out and you know kingston was like you know under law you know sammy guevara was the victim like it is what it is and, and exactly and you know all these fans are making a big deal about it and it's like these two guys obviously seem to have bear i mean what happened happened whether you know who was in the right who was in the wrong it doesn't matter um eddie uh, sammy guevara made it clear he wasn't fat shaming that wasn't he was saying stuff to get under you know as a <coughs> as a heel mm -hmm. and exactly. and eddie kingston wasn't mad because he was being called that he wasn't upset about it he was upset that Guevara was talking his opponent down making him look less of a competitor less of mm. an athlete to fight against Guevara and that's one thing that Chris Jericho said on his I think his podcast um you talk bad about your opponent but you never talk them down because when you beat them it doesn't mean as much hmm. so you always want them to seem strong seem good but you know like don't call them like oh they're lazy they're old they're fat they're you know stuff like that because it doesn't mean as much when you beat them right. um and and i understood it and even with the first time i heard about it kingston one of the first things i was wrong mm -hmm. what happened i was wrong i take my punishment was it as a man um, exactly and that's what you should do mm -hmm. now for me and i i don't go back and forth but i felt like what sammy said wasn't too bad because if you look at a lot of promos from other wrestlers they've basically said the same thing jericho mm -hmm. uh brian danielson but again i understand with it as far as like hey let me know so i know how to approach it exactly and again mistakes happen people make mistakes no big thing there i mean it, it's just life and that, i guess that brings up my point too is that as wrestling fans we get so drawn to hey I'm the smartest wrestling fan that I know what's going on really. And this guy really don't like this guy. And yeah, it is. We don't, no matter how good of a wrestling fan we are, 
the only way we will know what is the truth backstage is like I said, when we hear it from the butcher's mouth, when FTR comes out and says that they found out in March and it wasn't as big of a deal. Well, then I know that it wasn't a big deal, mm -hmm. you know, and when, you know, Kingston comes out and says, I was in the wrong and I'm, you know, making up for what I did, you know, then I know, okay, Eddie Kingston, he's hot headed. He made a mistake, but he's man enough to admit it and moving forward. Um, that much I know that much we as fans know. <clears throat> and if they want to turn it into a storyline, then we know that because we're seeing it on TV. But you don't know what's going on in people's personal lives. Um, if somebody's injured or not, you don't know if it's true or if it's fake. And if it is fake, yeah, it's not okay. But here's the deal. We don't know. And if you don't know, you shouldn't assume what the truth is. Um, if it comes out later, then talk about it then. You know, like the FTR thing, you could talk about, oh, yeah, FTR was taken out of the you know game. I wonder why. But FTR wasn't upset too upset about it and <clears throat> you know talk about what is and not what you think you know um especially when it's making the wrestling company wrestling business look bad you're and that's why i was quoting you know hand quotes fans because um wrestling fans unfortunately are the worst at tearing down wrestling you know it's it's a, a definitely a shame but i i've noticed uh, kind of a, um, I'm hoping it doesn't continue as such, but I've noticed a trend. Um, WWE wasn't doing so hot. NXT was good. Everybody was talking about how good NXT was. <clears throat> and then AEW started, and then people started talking bad about, you know, NXT and talking good about AEW. And, um, and then, you know, NXT ended up pretty much being put away. And AEW's doing good and then wwe gets a change and instead of talking about all the good wwe is happening all that's being talked about is all the bad happening with aew and i don't think it's going to happen i don't think aew is going to be put away like nxt was but it's definitely not helping it grow by talking about all this what you believe to be true backstage drama um but yeah in the past month since triple h take took over i'm hearing cm punk and and adam page have real heat and you know there's heat here there's people unhappy here there's people wanting out of their contract here there's people it's like i want to hear what's going on on wwe what what is good at wwe and guess what AEW maybe makes a couple mistakes here and there but they're nowhere near unwatchable <clears throat> they're still putting on really good television you can't tell me that that three-way tag team match wasn't a lights out you know banger like yeah. that was two, one hell of a match and people want to you know uh look at and hell i was confused about the the moxley and punk thing i was i messaged it's was like what what the hell yeah. like i'm not uh, cool with it but the more i think about it i'm like you know what the one thing they did do good at is the unpredictability like I have no idea what's happening and I'm hooked. And that's what and go ahead. that's and that's what I was gonna bring up. As much as we uh are dedicated, you cannot tell me that you don't like to get worked. You you see something, it's like, oh, okay, well, A, B, C. But when they throw F <laughs> M at you yep. and you just blown away by it. it 
creates so much buzz, just like with this whole um, punk. Everybody trying to be the best booker to figure out yeah. what they're gonna go and do now, what they're gonna do now. Now, if it's not up to <clears throat> what you think, oh, it's disappointing. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to see this again. But after Sunday, it is mocks and punk. Uh-huh. They put on three times a match that none of us would have expected. Then we'll look back and say, hey, the setup where Mox squash punk. We got worked. It was mm-hmm. great. It was a reason <laughs> why. So all of this, a lot of times as wrestling nation, and we see an I bring another point. The women tag team title. Mm-hmm. Which one of uh, did one of y'all think that EO and uh, oh, I can't even think of her name. Raquel. Or I mean, no, Dakota Kai. Dakota was <clears throat> not going to. I, th- I thought I, I thought for sure. Were... Yeah, exactly. I did, too. But they threw a swerve. Now, uh, I've heard people like, oh, well, yay. They it, Okay, they threw a swerve, but it doesn't make sense storyline and what you could have did this and that. Wait a minute. Give it time to breathe before we sit and talk about it and make complaints and stuff and see where it goes. It could be a great reason to do this. It could be, hey, they may bring Sasha and Omi back as heels. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't think that can happen. But but, not, but again, uh, it, it, that's the thing, though. It gives so many different possibilities. Sometimes the surprise is... So here's the deal. I didn't watch that tag team women's match. Um, I watched Summer Raw, but I didn't watch it. And the reason I didn't watch it was because, in my mind, I knew what was going to happen. And when I found out that what I thought I knew was going to happen didn't happen, it was one of those moments like, oh, man, I got worked. <laughs> like, mm. I did in that CM Punk and Moxley match, I knew something was up when they weren't main eventing. I was like, okay. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Something, I, thought yeah. my, I thought to myself, I was like, okay, they're going to make sure they give them enough time if – if the if they can't finish, if they got the the tag, I mean the triple match, and we can replay it or whatever. That yeah. was my thinking of it. <clears throat> I had no idea. I was just for the ride. Um, and then you know what happened happened, um, and I was watching it, you know, with my mom, and my mom was like, "Oh, he's really injured. He's really injured." I was like, "No, mom." I was like, "It's it's storytelling. I know that. I know he's not legit." you know, re-injured because if he was really injured, they would have put it on as the main event and expected it to go the full, you know, the full however long they had for it. But the fact that it was the second co-main event for the world championship and then this kind of thing happened, I'm like, all right, there's some kind of storytelling going on. I have no idea what it is. And then they hooked the hell out of us by telling us we'll hear from CM Punk on Rampage and then we get a 10 second clip of him saying, Oh, I can't, I can't feel it. It just, it just went out. And then that was it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? Like, uh, uh, but yeah, the unpredictability is good in wrestling. 
And people, like you said, Bear, people, fans think they know it all and they get mad when they get worked. I like when I get worked. Mm -hmm. I like when I don't know what's going to happen or when exactly. I don't know what's happening. Exactly. It brings, <laughs> for me, it brings me back to my childhood. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, oh my God, my, my guy's going to win. Yeah. Oh, the horseman got me again. Like one of the classic sign offs that I used to love on, uh, you know, Monday Night Raw and, and uh, Monday Night Nitro, you know, when there would be chaos happening and in the middle of the chaos, they're like, oh, what is going to happen? Y'all tune in next week. And, you know, mm -hmm. and it ends and you're like, I am watching what happened next right. week. <laughs> because, like, because you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's happening. You don't know what's going to happen next. And that's one of the things that was irritating with, you know, Vince's creative uh, WWE was I always knew what was going to happen. And unfortunately, it was always crap <laughs> it was always just bad and i there was never times where i was like oh yeah i mean <clears throat> occasionally when i would get excited and get my hopes up for it to go one way but it didn't go that way it went the way that i expected it would go um but yeah when there's when i get worked i'm excited and then i'm for sure watching what is happening the following week <clears throat> like with the tag when is tag team match i have no idea what's next but i know i'm tuning in next week to see what is going to go on next um and here's the thing that uh, a lot of people are not really thinking about with the win they can be on any show they've been animated about saying they could be on any show so they could actually show up on NXT mm -hmm. and that could be a way to bring up new talent. Exactly. You just don't know. WWE is the most exciting that it's been in a long time and people need to stop burying it um, for the things that aren't going exactly the way you think it should go. Um, <clears throat> and the same thing with AEW. Um, they're not doing things the way I would have done it, but guess what? I am not getting paid to be a booker <laughs> like i'm not uh, like that's not my job my job is a fan and to enjoy what's they're giving me in this the day that i just don't enjoy it anymore i don't watch it anymore exactly. um, <clears throat> and and it has to be really 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 bad for it to get to that point um and something with AEW that really <laughs> just cracks me is listen to how everyone's getting screen time blah 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 but everybody keeps forgetting he has roh mm -hmm. they are gonna get a tv slot <clears throat> they are gonna build yeah it takes time so just because you don't get to see some of your favorite doesn't mean that they're sitting there pouting and upset like one of the stories i keep hearing about is uh the ass boys mm -hmm. they're they're like why do they keep getting so much time nobody likes them they have so much other better talent than them i love but, the ass boys i know <laughs> like that? What? exactly oh i've been i've seen different message boards and stuff and i'm sitting <clears> myself <throat> like they're entertaining they're funny it, it, as much as they do just some of the dumbest they're over yeah and people forget sometimes you 
over by just irritating. <coughs> it goes and back. It goes back to what I said. Um, to where I don't feel bad if somebody's not getting TV time because it's definitely up to them. I mean, Khan has said it himself. He goes by merch sales. He goes by what the, who the people want to see. So if you're backstage and you're pouting that you're not getting TV time, do something about it. I mean, that's and we've seen it with people. Um, like I said, you know, with uh, Buddy Matthews getting released by uh, WWE, AEW didn't pick him up right away, but he didn't go. <coughs> excuse me, he didn't go and pout. He busted his butt, made a name for himself, made people talk about him, made people want to see him, and now he's on television. Um, but yeah, going back to what you said is I don't think AEW needs to build. I think they need to find their structure. They have everybody they need. They have all the tools they need. Like you said, they have Ring of Honor. They have Rampage. They have AEW Dynamite. Um, they need to find the perfect median for each show and who's going to be on what show and how it's going to be ran and where is it going to be you know televised or streamed at because <clears throat> they have the the talent we know that um and, and i now, think you i think you um you're now that you're saying that um really paying attention structure now they had to meet now you have a certain people to go to if you have an mm -hmm. issue or this or whatever. So and they're getting another show. A lot that was something that mm -hmm. really has went under the radar, I think. Big deal it, too. Yeah. So we don't know because one of the rumors no women's show. Yeah, AEW um is is about to start an all women's AEW show, which is a major that should be breaking news major major news um if you're a women's wrestler anywhere you need to have your bunny ears up your eyes looking paying attention to what's going on because this is going to be a huge thing for women's wrestling in general and it's something that we have been complaining and arguing about on this entirety of the podcast you know since the conception of it was women do not get enough time they do not get enough TV time. They do not get enough, you know, story building time. And Con Tony Khan is getting ready to do an all women's AEW show, and nobody's really talking about it. I didn't and, even hear about that. Yeah. Yep. And then something else that a lot of people, so big NWA fan. So some of the female wrestlers that have been coming in lately have been. Uh, NWA and they're starting to get their groove now I don't um, dark or elevation a lot but I checked it out and I'm like hey NWA or you're from here mm -hmm. they're, they're building the roster they're getting stuff together that's why I say again and I hate to keep sounding like a broken record but we just have to give them to get everything flushed out and organized. Yeah, and, it's going to take time. And another thing, <laughs> after the weekend, uh, the talk of how this joint and everything, after all that, we're going to be talking about. And, and as much as I hear people complain that they put on too many matches for a pay-per-view, they have four-year people. Yep. 
<laughs> you, you, if you're going to have that, you need to build and let people get a chance to their worth. Don't mind them having 10, 12 matches. If they're and, good. Yeah. And, and generally, most of them are. Mm -hmm. and, that's, and that's where I feel like, oh, we just need three. Well, we only need two hour show. Oh, one's not enough. People, shut up. <laughs> Enjoy the show. And yeah. stop trying to be a bully. <clears throat> exactly. Stop nitpicking. Stop. You know, to be honest, I even get annoyed when WWE uh, legends, you know, tear it down. <clears throat> like they're not the booker of that company. And, and if they want to talk about their opinion, and Booker T's really good at saying, in my opinion, this yes, is my opinion. Is. So I really give him credit for that. He, You can say whatever you want, but when you're, tearing it down like it's crap it's not good it's you know nothing it's like dude you're hurting the business that you helped you know build like why would you want to do that like give give your advice call you know i'm sure you got tony khan's number shoot him a text hey this is kind of something i would do this is how i would do it like don't go on your podcast and just trash it like that's something that um and if you right now i want everybody to be clear because we're we're it is a really negative vibe on the podcast, but it's towards the stupidity of some of the people that call themselves wrestling fans and then continue to trash the, the business that I grew up loving. So it's not towards the wrestling business. It's not towards any company or promoter or booker or anything. It, it's, it's towards the people who are tearing it down and, and and talking bad about it because the reality of it wrestling is better than it's been in a long time and there's so many different avenues to watch you know and th um, and that's another <clears throat> great point at how, what less than six years ago we didn't have a lot of different wrestling mm -hmm. a lot of wrestlers couldn't go and make a good living Mm -hmm. Now, more companies out there, the more chances people get to apply their craft, to apply their love, enjoy it. And I, I don't want to be that guy. But again, my love is wrestling. Mm -hmm. so of course, we all have opinions and we all can uh, voice them any way they want. But I just want to say, I love I'm proud to be a wrestling fan. Mm -hmm. Support any wrestler that keeps that art alive, whether you're a big name talent or a local guy. Continue doing what you do for me, and I will tell you thank you every single time. Yeah. No, I'm I am a major advocate. I'm a huge defender for the wrestling business. It's just so unfortunate that I'm defending it against other so-called wrestling fans. <coughs> um it's it's uh yeah i mean it's unfortunate especially when the business is as good as it is and, and um i mean people complaining like yeah you know we don't get this person on tv or this person on tv or this person on tv well what was he doing before he was you know wrestling on before aew you know because not every guy was getting tv time on wwe exactly. you know like there's at least they're getting paid the people who were let go by wwe they're getting paid the people who were getting up growing in the indies and didn't have anywhere else to go well now they're getting paid um 
there's so many different outlets as a wrestler to go and work. Um, <clears throat> and for the wrestlers who have a wrestling podcast, you know, the, the wrestling legends, well, if there wasn't as much wrestling going on right now, your podcast probably wouldn't be as successful as it is. So you need to give credit where it's due and stop tearing it down. Like nobody, I'm not going to go listen to um, an old grumpy man's podcast, tearing down the business that I love. Um, and nobody's going to want to listen to this podcast. If all we do is trash, trash, trash. And I'm a king of giving my opinion on negativity and the rest. Like, for example, Eddie Kingston, in my opinion, he's not very good, but I do try to go back and say like what he's doing, it works because everybody else thinks differently than I do. Mm. So it's not truthful that he's a bad wrestler and nobody wants to see it. That's not truth because truth is people want to see him. He's on TV because of that. Um, <clears throat> and that's why I like Booker T because he does go and state, in my opinion, um, and that's something I like about Bully Ray as well. All the guys are busted open are real good at uh, doing that. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, and that's a, that's one of the major points. And you know, like Clayton didn't really know about it. Um, what should be the talk of the wrestling town is the fact that AEW is in the preparation of having an all women's wrestling show, and it's mm. not, and that sucks. Yeah. Um, I think. I've even seen people talk bad about it. Like, oh, nobody wants to see these women wrestler. Nobody wants to see them on Dynamite, no, let alone on their own show. It's like, you know what? I'm not very hooked on what's going on on Dynamite with the women. But the reason is, is because we haven't given them enough time to tell stories and to have feuds and to have matches. And so the fact that they're getting their own wrestling show, guess what? They it's all exactly. They're going to build. So I, I, I'm declaring it right now. In a year from today, we will be praising the AEW women's division as the best women's division in pro wrestling. If this show goes on, I'm, I'm claiming that right now because they're going to give time for building women's because I would love to see good women's wrestling. Mm -hmm. I'm always for it. And I'm always for seeing women's good storytelling. Um, but yeah, when you have a roster of 90 plus people and you have two hours, you know, it's hard to get stories, you know, told, especially with the women's division. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. And I think that is a very, very exciting, exciting thing for AEW. And, you know, that's what, uh, that's what fans should be talking about instead of talking about backstage rumors that they really don't know any truth of um <clears throat> yeah again it's just done and i hate i really hate this episode wasn't supposed to be trashing you know wrestling fans who are <laughs> major haters so if you're listening to this and you're a hater listen um i'm happy that you're a wrestling fan at all and that you pay attention to the product but i just encourage you um when you go and find a girlfriend or find a you know you get married or you have kids you know create an image of wrestling that you are excited to tell them about not one that you're almost embarrassed or ashamed or don't want to show them this you know product or this product because of how bad it is like make it exciting um you know don't you're not going to want to go 
and talk crap about wrestling and then you know go to some girl that you like and say hey or you know same thing they're girl fans too um you don't want to go to some guy and be like hey come check out this product and then tear it down and wonder why they don't want to watch it with you you know like <clears throat> praise it make it exciting make it fun get excited about it like when my you know now wife sits down and watches it with me i get excited and i'm telling her all this cool stuff about this person mm -hmm. and this person and this person because i want her to enjoy it um so know that i'm not spreading hatred towards anybody who maybe you know trashes the wrestling company i'm just telling you pleading with you to please give it a second thought before you do so um because you're not making the company look any better <clears throat> and you're not making it any more enjoyable for yourself um if you really feel that way about it and you can't find positive stuff in it who knows maybe you need to go find another show to watch i mean mm -hmm. it wrestling's not for everybody well um, you know you know what i'm gonna i guess because i'm a bear and <laughs> i feel it if you don't like it Go to football, go to baseball, do whatever else you want to do. But I'm going to tell you, as long as I have breath in my body, I'm going to continue being a wrestling advocate. You, you, you could talk to my girlfriend, my kids. <laughs> she would tell you how big of <coughs> how much they got into wrestling because of me they see when i'm having a bad day i can watch wrestling mm -hmm. and the, mm -hmm. the sun will come out the rainbows will pop i love and that's the thing it's a joy you're gonna have bad moments and good moments yep. but it is the sport i love if i didn't i wouldn't have all these on my wall i wouldn't have yeah fans i mean of wrestlers it's a love loving yeah no to, so uh from the wrestling society podcast to all wrestling fans praise the good stuff and be patient through the bad stuff plain and simple um <clears throat> i don't I don't want to end on this negativity. So I want to talk, just not really talk about, just go over WWE is amazing right now. Um, not everything is perfect, but from a, a month being in the chair for Triple H, things are exciting. Things are new. Things feel different. Things are unpredictable. I'm loving it. Um, so major shout out to Triple H and for you know con and um stephanie mcmahon of course for allowing these changes and and you know new management management roles and um i'm all for it i'm excited uh, i love what's happening uh, the women i mean the women's division in wwe is getting built up too i don't mm -hmm. want to pass over that um you know they're they're building on the way we've been saying that they really need to uh so kudos to them AEW. AEW um, is unfortunate. They're getting a lot of hate, uh, but it's because WWE is good. So good job for WWE. But AEW is not doing anything less impressive than they were a couple months ago. They're still as good. They're still as exciting. There's still unpredictability. Um, when you compare the two shows, I have the same excitement for each one. Um, I'm more of an AEW fan personally 
<coughs> but I mean, they're both doing great. Neither of them are, in my opinion, in a bad spot. They're not. Uh, TV ratings are good. That's good for wrestling fans. You know, it should be good for wrestling fans altogether. Ratings are good. Uh, hell, NWA's doing good. Oh, mm-hmm. Like, th- like I haven't heard a lot of them in the news as much as I have lately. That's a big deal. Oh, um, wow. And uh, it's funny you should say that because I was going to bring up the uh, weekend. They had their two-night um, NWA 74th uh anniversary pay-per-view it was a i thought it was amazing they brought back the united states tag team titles Mm -hmm. i was super excited about that they are uh, starting a tournament for women's television champion that is big is the women being able to have also shine these are big things. And they actually, um, Patrick uh, from the Smashing Pumpkin, who owned the NWA, mm-hmm. talking about uh, the all-women's pay-per-view yep. that, unfortunately, he had to have other people, other companies, uh, women, and when you not in control and certain people want certain things it's kind of hard that they won't be able to do one this year but he does plan in the future which is yeah. a good sign i mean you have to look forward and i'm all about it and an, uh, another uh, promotion we don't talk about a lot is impact yeah it, Impact their women's tag team champions, um, Donald Perrazzo and uh, uh, is Green. Uh, I can't remember. Chelsea, Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green, thank you. They are the champs, and both of them apparently are working without a contract. Mm-hmm. So that says a lot. If you're willing to work without a contract and you're still doing it, the Good Brothers just lost the tag team titles to um ogk so there's Um, a lot of different there's a lot of different things going on all around you're preaching you know to the choir wrestling is better than it's been and that goes for every single company um real quick i do want to give a shout out um i don't know if y'all heard but i saw the news uh wrestling news today that joe doring is stepping away from impact right now um he just had his brain cancer pop back up so um just want to say you know joe doran we're praying for your brother pull through keep fighting uh yeah come back stronger than ever brother um so yeah so this episode was supposed to be all that's good in wrestling um and and i i feel like we explain the good that's happening but also just again you know to you wrestling fans we don't hate you um we just get annoyed by you <laughs> like mm-hmm. just enjoy enjoy wrestling that's what you, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't um <clears throat> and encourage you know it's easy to <coughs> jump on the bandwagon when you see people trashing it it's easy to throw in a comment like yeah that's stupid or she's stupid or he's stupid you know just you know have a little bit more control over yourself and 
be a voice that speaks out against the negativity. And if people trash you for it, so what? You know, who cares? Like, and it's they're going to be negative. They're going to be negative. But uh, you know, defend and fight for the wrestling that you enjoy. Um. All right. So <clears throat> I know we're six minutes early, but I want to. Uh, I would like to go ahead and jump in to the final segment of today. Um, it's a segment that I discussed with you guys earlier um, called Versus. Very excited about this segment. What it consists of is we will, I will be taking five different uh, questions and it's going to be this versus that pretty much. Um, it'll be a wrestler, a promotion, a promoter, uh, wrestling, you know, t-shirt, uh, different everything and, and i'll be putting it up against the other and we are going to discuss what we think was better for the wrestling business and at the end of it we will decide between the three of us and y'all can decide too uh which one we think overall was better for the wrestling business so are y'all ready to begin yeah yeah all right so the first one um D Generation X versus the N W O. So this was like Clayton was saying, this was a big one. Uh, I, I just want it had to be the one that started off this segment uh, versus. So I let me just say what I want to say real quick, and I'll throw it to y'all. Uh, DX, they were basically the ones who really started the attitude era in my opinion uh they were the ones who crossed the line who who you know broke the rules who who made you have to watch what they were going to do next in wwe during the monday night wars um it was funny it was exciting it was cool it was, everybody wanted to be you know dx uh to this day people still do the DX crotch chops. I mean, wrestlers, fans, uh, you know, it, it's still cool. If you go back and watch it, nothing's changed. It's still just as cool. It's not one of those where you look back and go, oh, they were stupid. Oh, they were dumb. No, it, it, it stands the test of time. Um, the, and I want to, there's stuff I want to talk bad about it, but there's so much good. The one thing I would kind of talk about how it was bad was, um, yeah, there there was a lot of, <coughs> excuse me, there was a lot of diversity, like between, like you had DX, which was Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and then you had DX that was the whole whole you know group, and you had the New Age Outlaws, you had X Pac, and you had you know like. So, China. And China. And, uh, so it was kind of when you say DX, you want to think of DX as a whole, you know, like the whole team. Um, so when you hear DX, it's wait, is it DX, Triple H and Shot, or is it DX, the group? Um, uh, and that is such a minor negative point about it. Uh, just because, like I said, this they, they've done so good for wrestling their merchandise is still popular hell dx is technically taking over wwe yeah. <laughs> like, i mean running it now <laughs> uh 
And then you go over to the other side of the Monday Night Wars with NWO. One of the biggest NWO fans there is. Um, the the from the beginning where you had the outsiders and you had Hulk Hogan, which as a kid, you know, major Hulk Hogan fan. Um, and so when he turned heel, I was blown away. I was shocked, but at the same time, I liked it. I was like, this is exciting. They came out with the black and the white and they threw up the you know which the wolfgang side and uh, which is something else that you see today it's you know stands the test of time in itself uh, it was such a big thing that people were you know they were calling the police during television because they thought it was real so there was so much reality to it to where you really thought like these guys are taking over wcw and it really raised the question of are they wwe guys are they not are they um there was so much question so much curiosity uh it was so cool everybody wanted to be a part of nwo um the main problem with them is it ran just a just a little too long in my opinion um and you, and you got oversaturated and you know nwo got overpopulated pretty much um, and that's where it started, you know, when you divided the NWO, the, you know, Latina, you know, world order, the red oh. NWO, you know, it, it fell off. It was good while it you know, was what it was. Um, and again, the main guys to me are always going to be Kevin Nash, Scott Hall and Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. And that's how it, in my opinion, should, should have just stayed them. Um, Clayton, what do you think between the two? Don't give your pick yet, but well, goods and bads. I'm going to preface everything by saying DX is probably my all-time favorite faction. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, yeah, DX, you know, they, with the boundaries and everything that they started pushing, yeah, they definitely, I could say, I could definitely see saying they started the Attitude Era essentially is a good way of going about it. Because, I mean, yeah, they really were the ones that were pushing the limits, pushing the boundaries, just trying to push everything they can. But all that being said, I also am not sure that there would be a DX without the NWO having coming around a few months earlier. Um, yeah. I feel like that NWO um, really just changed a lot, put wrestling on the map as a mainstream popularity um, outside. Like, I mean, obviously Hulk Hogan was doing that to begin with, but on another level of just the shock factor of Hulk, who's always mm -hmm. been... The Hulkster, red and yellow, you know, Superman, basically, you know, to go heel and like be Hollywood Hogan and all this stuff. Like, I just feel like the shock factor of that NWO forming and just the way they did it all and everything about how they did it just to start it was just so just perfect for that yeah. time and but i agree with what you said like just it it became oversaturated like um in my opinion a lot of what's been going on with the bullet club in recent memory like there's yeah. just there's so much like going on and so many filter changes and so many things popping off and there's this faction of the bullet club versus this faction of bullet club versus this same thing with nwo like you said mm -hmm. there's the nwo black and white black and red lwo I mean, how can we 
forget Blue World Order, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, there, there's so many different versions. But, yeah, I mean, overall, though, it's like both both factions really, I feel like, put the companies, like, like in business at mm-hmm. that time. Like, that's yeah. really what really set everything off, for sure. Um, obviously the Undertaker's always going to be that, that foundation, but DX for WWE, I feel really set it off for them in that era and same for NWO. Yeah, that's, that's good. Bear, what do you think? Well, I'm going to start with quotes that reminds me of both units, starting with, uh, DX and where my love for them really began was Shawn Michaels saying, you make the rules and we're going to break them. I love it. <laughs> that, for me, made me like, oh, wow, this is different. It, it was just something different about the way he said it, the way the energy was in the room, and you you really didn't know what was going to be done tolerated and for the group it was they kept it at a nice number they never went Mm -hmm. too big but they were dominant yeah and i i like i like that part they were not afraid to go up against anyone to the smallest group to vince himself Hmm. And that made a big change in the psychology for me. And speaking of psychology changes, the with the NWO, the first thing I remember clearly was Bobby Heenan saying, I told you so. I told you for years Hulk Hogan was like this, <laughs> but you didn't want to listen. <laughs> As a kid, I was probably one of the weirdest kids because I did not like Hulk Hogan. I just did not. Hmm. But when Bobby said that, I was cheering like, you were right, Bobby. I was with you. That's so funny. That's awesome. Uh, The NWO, they did so much to destroy, to, to keep everyone guessing. That was great. The they started picking up wrestlers that you knew were going to be flunkies. They made it no bones about it that they were just going to be yes men, and they used them to their advantage everywhere. Um, the, of course, they got too big and. If you're trying to destroy a company and 90% of the company is part of your group, Mm -hmm. you probably should stop. But um, like y'all said, Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall, NWO, they, of course, when something is hot and and you start going downhill a little bit, you try to create magic again. And unfortunately, they didn't learn their lesson after the second time. You can only go back to the well so many times. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, um, 
Go ahead. Oh, about DX because I, I didn't mention it. Oh, yeah. The uh, DX thing that I was cool with DX, but then as the same as the NWO, but a little different, they got stale. They kept trying to rebring back in uh, the D Generation X, and you kept doing it and kept doing it, and then they disappeared. And then after what, 10 years? They come back together, older. Mm. Okay, I I love DX, but guys, come on, <laughs> Let, let's let's enjoy it and be done with the memories. And I, yeah. they definitely ran too long with it. Also, they all accumulated to that Saudi Arabia show against the Brothers of Destruction. Oh, unfortunately, mm. um, I choose to believe that never existed. That match. <laughs> I usually forget about that match on purpose. <laughs> but, uh, um, okay, so we'll vote on this real quick. And just for the time's sake, the other questions, um, I, I need to myself, but we'll try to keep the explanations a little shorter. Um, just for this, this round, usually I'll time it better, give us more time on the segment. Um, I, I'm choosing NWO, and for my reason is because like Clayton said, DX was really started. It was a byproduct of NWO, um, and there would be no competition and no Monday Night Wars if it wasn't for the NWO. So wrestling business overall, um, I think NWO was best for business. Clayton? Same. I mean, you know, like I said, without NWO, I don't know if there would be a DX. Um, I just don't personally think that they would have been allowed to have done what they would have done and pushed the boundaries they would have done if the success of NWO wasn't apparent at the time. So got to give it to NWO. All right, Bear. Yeah, I think this is, um, we're all in agreement, the NWO, because if it wasn't for the NWO club, you wouldn't have, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have DX, you wouldn't have so many doing what they're doing and not even just the ring the wrestling look at the guaranteed contracts that they were able to bring in to change the business yep. yeah yeah so that's clean sweet one more for the good guys <laughs> um all right um i'm just going to do two more just for time's sake uh this other one is another one that i um it's a good one in my opinion um it's going to be Pay-per-view versus pay-per-view, WrestleMania versus the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and this one was a tough one for me, and I still, I'm still kind of unsure. Um, WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of wrestling. Um, it doesn't matter what matches on the card, you're excited for it. Um, you know, uh, everything has a big match feel. It's kind of like the the beginning of the season meeting the end of the season. It all accumulates to wrestlemania that's where you know chris jericho once said you could have a match on monday night raw and nobody will remember it but you have a match at mania it's it's forever mm-hmm. um so i mean wrestlemania is a major pay-per-view royal rumble one of the most exciting pay-per-views of the year because of the surprises and the and uh what's at stake and it sets up for what the main event of wrestlemania really will be who are they going to be pushing who you know 
what's the next story is begins the road to wrestlemania which is like the biggest part of wrestling season um it's like you know october begins the holiday season you're excited because you get all these holidays and it leads up to you know christmas and the new year's um uh, there's no negative to really say about either show uh just two positives and i'll tell you who i which which pay-per-view i think is best for the wrestling business after y'all give y'all's uh thoughts on them clayton um i mean yeah like you said you know wrestlemania is wrestlemania obviously that's the end all be all goal for a lot of wrestlers is to have that wrestlemania moment have that wrestlemania match um and so yeah wrestlemania is just it's wrestlemania always no matter what the card is it's always enjoyable i feel like personally speaking um royal rumble yeah you always get the surprise returns you always get the surprise entrance like features things like that it's always something exciting going on there's always something different going on i mean there's hardly ever a time where i can say i didn't enjoy a royal rumble match solely on the fact of like just because it even like i mean sh shoot even over the past decade all the spots kofi himself has done just in more yeah. rumble spots alone are just memorable you know it's just Highlight it's real. a fun watch yeah exactly it's just full of highlights full of fun opportunities and spots that you know people don't really get a chance to do on the regular because it is such a unique match yeah bear what do you think well uh I don't know what I can add to WrestleMania. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of people's goals, not even to be a world champion, but to wrestle at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. So if that doesn't say, <laughs> makes the statement, nothing else does. Right. The Royal Rumble in every, I go in every year looking forward to seeing what kind of surprise can they pull out this time? Who's going to be able to last the longest? Who's going to be the Iron Man or the Iron Woman? It's just, it's the setup to, it, it's, it's go time. If, if Royal Rumble, no matter how you're feeling after the holidays, it's like, okay, it, it's time to go now. Yep. From this time to this time, leave me alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, good good points on both. So I'm going to tell you my favorite personal is probably the Royal Rumble. Um, but I'd have to say what's best for wrestling business is WrestleMania, because in my opinion, we really I don't think wrestling would be a big deal whatsoever if it wasn't for WrestleMania. Um, so I'm giving this one to WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, I mean, like Royal Rumble is my all-time favorite pay-per-view. Um, I've always loved the Royal Rumble um, since I've started wrestling. That's just, I've always been drawn to the Royal Rumble. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's just without WrestleMania having been formed, I don't think wrestling would be what it is today at all. Um it's hard though because like i want to say on one hand you know royal rumble is really good for the business because of the returns and the surprises and just all the things that they can the people and things they can bring but it's just it's hard to go against wrestlemania because of what it is that that'd be like saying 
oh, you know, any other, like, you know, that'd be like saying, hey, I want to go to, you want to go watch a high school football game or do you want to go watch, you know, this professional team playing right. the Super Bowl, playing for your hometown? It's like, it's just, it's not the same. Like, if you ask anybody what pay-per-view of WWE they would want to go to for free, WrestleMania nine times out of 10 is going to be that answer. Yeah. So is that your pick? WrestleMania. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Bear, what do you think? I think my, well, my personal favorite is the Royal Rumble also. All three of us. But I am actually going to go with the Royal Rumble. And And here, without WrestleMania, there wouldn't be a Royal Rumble. There's no argument about that. But in the last 10 years, the buildup to WrestleMania starts with the Royal Rumble. Mm. And and I'm not just saying who wins, but you get a good idea of where they're going with the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Certain... uh, with the people who win and not even people who win some of the fuse, the matches, one of the, one of my favorite matches was Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit Mm. at the Royal Rumble. It was just out of sight. And again, going back to the recent times, you get a great feel like when Bianca won, I was like, wow, yeah, that was a good one. Now, let's okay. I can see where they're heading with it. Um, when Brock came back and won, I was like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> they're heading with this, but it was the feel, the build. That's what for me. If I can't have that build-up now, I'm more of a build-up guy. I'd rather mm. see the build and the construction versus the outcome. Yeah. All right, so that's – go ahead. No, I'm just going to say the Royal Rumble. All right, so, yeah, two to one. Uh, Mania wins it, but Royal Rumble gets a count. Um, yeah, I, I can't argue with that. Um, all right, this uh, next and last one, we need to really be quick um, – as we're running out of time, like I said, from the f- in the future, I'll time it better to give us a- plenty more time. Um, but all right, this is going to be two separate, two wrestlers going head to head. And this is not who would win in a match, in your opinion. This is who was better for the wrestling business in a whole. Hmm. Um, another tough one. Um, Shawn Michaels hmm. versus The Rock. Um and, and when you hear it, you a lot of people will be like, oh, how is that tough? How is that a big, you know, that's people are usually going to go f- for The Rock. But I'm not talking about The Rock in his movie and his Hollywood and his, I'm, who was better for the wrestling business. And when I think of highlights in all the times in history, it's always Shawn Michaels that I think of. All these highlights of every match he's been in, there's like five highlights you could select from that. The Rock, his feud with, Steve Austin was great. One of the best feuds in the wrestling business. Um, And I'm not trying, like, I really, it's it's more difficult for me to think back. Like, he did some cool stuff with the Nation of Domination when he was breaking out. 
Um, but most of what you think about with The Rock is the Steve Austin feud or some of his backstage segments on the microphone. Um, so for me, I'm very one-sided on this, and I didn't know until I wrote it down and started thinking about it. But for me, Shawn Michaels, in my opinion, was way better for the wrestling business uh, because most of the highlights you see is exactly that. Shawn Michaels wrestling, doing some great stuff, putting his body on the line. Um, so I went ahead and just gave you what my answer is so you could give your explanation and then give your answer, Clayton. But my, I'm going with Shawn Michaels. Um, since we're short on time, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Shawn Michaels is known as Mr. WrestleMania. That's all you need to know. All you need to know. Yep. All right. So I'm going to make it short and sweet myself. My favorite <laughs> wrestler is The Rock. Hmm. But the most important person for the wrestling business, Shawn Michaels. How many athletes who are professional wrestlers now say all after Shawn Michaels? And how many say they mold themselves? After the rock. How many yeah. super kicks do you see versus rock <laughs> bottoms? For real. <laughs> no, I mean that, yes. Uh I'm glad that y'all, I mean, uh goes back to think realizing I picked a good team of co-hosts <laughs> because nine times out of ten, people are gonna go, Oh, I know the rock. He's the he's the best. He was best for wrestling this. But when you really think about it, mm. I mean it, it is what it is. The rock was the Rock was really good at what he did, but unfortunately, he, he was not the best at creating he moments wasn't the best, in but history. He was the most electrifying. Oh, absolutely, that. the most electrifying. Um, yeah. But all right, so yeah, so we'll go down DX NWO. Um, sorry, that's the time's up. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, NWO won three to zero. Mania versus the Royal Rumble. Mania won two to one. Shawn Michaels versus The Rock. Shawn Michaels, three to zero. Um, yeah, guys, that segment's fun. I enjoy it. Uh, I can't wait one. to do more. Um, like I said, I'll time it better, but um, time's against us today. So we're just going to wrap it up. It's been a good return episode. Um, hopefully the following episodes are going to be a lot more positive filled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they will be. They'll be more fun. I know we're getting ready, you know, building towards doing another um, trivia show. Uh, that Clayton will lead whenever he's ready. Looking forward Almost to that. There. We're about halfway through the questions. <laughs> I'm excited, man. Um, all right. So uh, uh, we'll just start the wrap up. Clayton, where can they find you, bro? Cool. Uh, you know, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Kuya underscore Clayton. Um, pretty much just any small wrestling stuff I find, I pretty much post about really. So nice. Bear, what's up? Uh, you can find me at a bear of a wrestling fan on uh, Facebook and we're working. Uh, I post every day and I put up a segment on the greatest tag teams. I hadn't Sorry. forgot about it and I do plan on getting that up here in the next two weeks. So nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being loyal and, uh, um, I'm excited to continue building the podcast and 
honestly the wrestling society brand altogether um so y'all tune in for the next episode uh, you can follow us on social media at facebook and instagram at the wrestling society podcast and twitter is at the wrestling sp um yeah thank y'all for listening and y'all stay too sweet where do you think you're going you are now exiting the world of wrestling stay too sweet and follow us on social media as well as share like and subscribe to the wrestling society podcast we must now bid you adieu goodbye and good night bang <laughs>